What is going on, everybody? My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. We are the WDW couple, and this is the second time that we've started this podcast today. <laughs> so this is like, it's honestly not even funny yet because... It's frustrating. <laughs> All right, so this is what happened. I set a timer on my phone every time we record the podcast because the camera shuts off after 30 minutes and we have to just restart the recording before it shuts off and then we can keep going. Well, the timer went off at 28 minutes because that's what I set it for. We checked the audio on GarageBand for the podcast and it did not record properly because the loop thing was on. So it was only recording for eight seconds at a time over and over and over again. So none of the audio recorded. And then Josh went up and checked the camera. He's like, well, let's just do the audio from the camera and then we'll record the rest of it. Which would have been terrible, but... It would have been terrible audio, but it would have worked, uh, except the camera wasn't recording. It would have saved 30 minutes. <gasps> oh, gosh. Perfect. Anyways, let's move on to Actually, this. Actually, let's double check and make sure this is recording first. Yeah, it's going. It's good. It's okay. Good. Each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Girl Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next vacation, either here to Florida or anywhere around the world. You can submit a quote in the show notes, and an agent will get back to you with a quote or for more information. If you would also like, you can head on over to www.goldgalegetaways.com. That you can. And speaking of Gold Gal Getaways, we are going on two group cruises coming up. So the next one is on the Disney Fantasy. It's our first Disney group cruise. It is from August 22nd to the 25th, 2020, out of Port Canaveral. We will have one stop at Castaway Key because this is a shorter cruise, but it is a perfect way to get your feet wet into cruising or into Disney Cruise Line itself. Or if you just need a little vacation. That's very true. <laughs> so you, there is a form you can fill out in the show notes, or you can email events at goldgalgetaways.com and just make sure that you tell them you want to go on the Disney Fantasy Group Cruise with the WDW Couple. We also have another Royal Caribbean group cruise coming up. This is going to be our third group cruise. It will be in July 2021 on a seven-night Alaskan cruise. It's out of Seattle, Washington, and it's on the Ovation of the Seas. You can email events at goldgalgetaways.com. Let them know you want to go on the Royal Caribbean Alaskan group cruise with the WDW couple. I'm really excited because I can't wait to go to Alaska. Sounds like it'll be fun. It will be fun. I can't wait. This is also brought to you by JTR Media. This is our little video business side hustle. If uh, if you're looking to capture any magical moments such as weddings, engagements, vacations, or anything else you can imagine like photo sessions, uh, we've got we're doing a uh, Harry Potter one in Universal in the fall. And then we've got some weddings that are coming up. Got some senior pictures coming oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been getting a bunch of requests recently. Got some family pictures, family videos. Been, yeah, recently have just been for photos. Um, so yeah, if you're interested, you can submit a quote in mm -hmm. the show notes below. Or head yep. to www.jtrmedia.org. Or you can email me at info at jtrmedia.org. Mm -hmm. And as always, one of the best ways to help support us is through Patreon.com. Uh, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash the WDW couple. Uh, we've actually got a bunch of postcards that we need to get sent out here. We need to get the rest of the addresses. Though. Yes. We need we need some more addresses out there, peeps. So I'm going to have to message you again and say, where do you live? If we asked you for your address, please tell us. <laughs> 
Yes. All right. So just real quick here for like news type stuff. If you are a Bush Gardens or SeaWorld Pass member, make sure to check your email or check your Pass member account because they have changed around and like upgraded passes. So because of all this craziness that's been going on, they want people to be able to come back to their parks. So they upgraded some things. Um, you're going to be able to have more animal encounters um, with certain passes. If they upgraded you, you may be able to experience more parks. You may be able to bring a friend more than one time. Uh, you may get the photo key that comes with it. Um, not all yeah. the annual passes include that. So you may be able to have that now. Free preferred parking. So just make sure you check on that because... Uh, some better benefits. For sure. There's not really anything going on with Universal right now. They have not announced anything. So if they have not announced it, we are not going to speculate about it. And with Disney, what they have announced is that Shanghai Disneyland will be reopening in phases starting on May 11th. They will have limited capacity and safety measures in place, of course. Um, we have a post about that on our website, the things that they have announced so far. Also, Disney World did announce the considerations that they have discussed for when they reopen the parks. However, they have not announced when the parks are reopening. So if you have heard anything about when the parks are reopening and blah, 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 Disney has not announced that. So it is not true. It's all speculation. Nothing is ever official until the company itself announces it. So just make sure you know that. Cool. <laughs> Well, moving on to this week's breakdown, we're talking all about our favorite Walt Disney World resort lobbies. Oh, I almost said lounges again. Whenever we recorded this first time, <laughs> Josh said lounges instead of lobbies. But yeah, I feel like there's a difference between having a favorite resort and having a favorite resort lobby. Because there are some resorts that I overall enjoy more, but there are some lobbies that I overall enjoy more than the full resort itself. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, resort, you're taking into consideration everything. The lobby is really just kind mm -hmm. of more of... The lobby. You know, where you're going to be hanging out at. Well, not necessarily where you're hanging out at, but like, yeah, kind of like, you know, maybe where you're hanging out at every so often where you're... Mm -hmm. Uh, kind of welcomed into the hotel and yes and that's so. that's what I think about it the most is this is when you are entering the resort this is how you are welcomed there this is your first impression and that is what I think about whenever I'm thinking about a resort we do have a value resort on here as well I don't know if Josh looked through this which yeah, he probably I saw. didn't we have some deluxe resorts we have moderate resorts just for a little bit of variety, but because they did such a good job with these different resorts that in their lobbies, I feel very welcomed whenever I go there. Of course. <laughs> so these are not in any particular order, but the first one we are going to talk about is Port Orleans Riverside. This is a moderate resort at Walt Disney World, and it is recreating the down-home appeal of the Louisiana Bayou. That's kind of like the theming of the resort. And just make sure you know that we are talking about the Riverside and not the French Quarter side because there is yeah. a difference. They are two separate resorts, technically. And so. they just, well, not just, uh, this has been several years now, but they did get a renovation, which mm -hmm. when they did that renovation, they included uh, Princess and the Frog to the rooms. So if you're wondering what is that Louisiana Bayou uh, appeal or yeah. theming, uh, that's kind of what they went for. Mm-hmm. 
this is right on the Sasagula River. So the main lobby area is the Sasagula Steam Company. That's like the building. And for me, it has a really big sense of nostalgia because we used to stay here all the time whenever I was little. And like on our first trips to Disney World, it was Dis Dixie Landings then and that was, was where we stayed. So I just think of it from sort of a child's perspective, but whenever I still walk in there, I get like those same feelings of whenever I first came to Disney World. It's just very nostalgic. Yeah, it is. Like Josh was, and I were saying, you know, whenever you first walk into a lobby, you feel like that first impression and that like welcome, welcoming home basically. Um, and that's how I feel whenever I walk into Port Orleans Riverside. And this lobby is just so spread out mm -hmm. that and it's a, it's a cool design because it's different. It's not just like a typical square or rectangle. It's like, right. it's different shaped. So whenever you first walk in, you walk into like the little, it's actually kind of like a round room. It's got a high ceiling. It's got like glass on the ceiling. Um, there's a nice little seating area there. I remember when I was little, I used to get my caricature done over in the corner. Um, and so... It's not like you walk into the resort and it's like, oh, you're here, bam, check in now. Like, it's kind of like whenever you walk into a house and the house has like a little entranceway. This is like a, a foyer. Yeah. This is like a big entrance to the lobby, which when I think of the lobby part, that's like where you actually are checking in, which is kind of over to the right hand side. So it's basically two separate rooms. And they're right. big rooms. These are big rooms. Yeah, it's 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 very large. Um, and I think that's what kind of makes it nice is that it's got a lot of space. It's very well spread out. You don't really feel too clustered in there. Um, I mean, there's definitely days where it gets busy. You know, there's, there's definitely – Disney has a set schedule that's – well, not a set schedule. But they do have like a – what am I trying to say here? They've got like – they've got a pattern of when people check in and mostly when people check out. Those – when that pattern is – is being followed um it does get a little busy in there but it's never too crazy i don't think mm -mm. Um, no, it's big enough that the people are kind of spread out in there yeah and it's been it's actually been a while since we've stayed there uh we stayed there back in 2014 yeah and um i remember that was the first time that i had been there uh when we stayed there in 2014 it was only for a was couple nights really? Mm -hmm. That was not the first time you but, were at that resort, though. No, no, no. That wasn't the first time I was at the resort. But that was the first time we stayed there. So the the very first time we were just there to eat at boat rides. Mm -hmm. I don't remember being there at all other than being at boat rides. Um, but when we stayed there for that first time, I actually even remember almost feeling a little bit confused and as to like where I was at. Because you, you kind of walk into those doors, like Taylor said, and then one way is where the check-in area is and if you go the other way you've got other things like the store or the the lounge area maybe you just felt confused became with because you came with us seasoned probably disney peeps. that's probably very true <laughs> i i just have to mention this real quick i remember josh's first trip he had maps like every time we went to a you, park you say this every time like this gets brought up I can't Josh had Matt. Josh collected and kept because maps. we all thought it was so funny because like none of us really have ever used maps and Josh like grabbed Listen, these maps when we Disney, got to the resort and we're like Disney what? Park maps are the most economically uh, most economical value that you can get for a souvenir. 
All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Free souvenir. But they also I mean it's included you, you with can my use, park admission. You can use a map on your phone on the My Disney Experience app. That wasn't around in two thousand nine. But it is now. And or two thousand ten. In your Disney lobbies when you're checking in, if you do feel the need to get a map, they typically have them sitting right there on the check in mm-hmm. desk. So yeah. segue. Normally. <laughs> Normally they do. What was that segue? That was a segue back into the check in desk. Oh, okay. Clearly you didn't get it. No, I'm super tired. (laughs) Um, But yeah, over in the check-in area, they also have a little like kids area where they can watch TV and they used to have bean bags over there along with the little kids chairs um, that you can watch the TV. And then the arcade is over in that area. For some reason, we used to spend time in the arcade whenever I was younger. Maybe that was when we were checking in or something, but I remember that. I don't know. I've never spent like really any time in the arcade. Except I know that, because there's so much other stuff to do. Except for the one time that we played air hockey when we were doing the bar crawl. Oh yeah. Over at Boardwalk. I mean, it, it's a nice lobby. It's a nice resort. Um, there are a lot of other things that are in there. Uh, you've got Fulton's General Store, which is actually pretty decent size when you think of mm-hmm. uh, some of the newer places that have been built. The first thing that comes to my mind is Riviera. That store is extremely small. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the a hand, lobby's you, small. The lobby is small in general. Um, and I think that's because, you know, this is an older resort, all right? Uh, obviously, this used to be Dixie Landings. They've now changed the name. So it's been a w- around for a while. And when they first built it, I think they really wanted to have an appeal of, like, look how big this place is. Look how much room there is. Look what you can do. And now when they're building the resorts, it's like we need more space for rooms because that's how we make more money. So um, now, you know, you go to... Like Riviera, of course, my argument that I just made has just been defeated as I just realized one of the other resorts that are on here is brand new. Um, <laughs> but Riviera always just pops into my mind because the lobby is extremely small. There's almost no check-in desk. Everything is done basically on the iPads. And then you've got a tiny little store that, that has basically most, I think, most things that are that you can find no, the Riviera store was mostly Riviera merchandise just, just and Riviera DVC merch, merchandise. Right? But this one's nice. I mean, you can find... Fulton's has everything. Just about everything. I feel like one time we found... This might have been an art animation. might have been at a different value resort. But I think we had found a, um, a gingerbread cookie house. The Anna one. The Elsa one. The Frozen one. I don't know. But you can Pretty find sure a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean... Okay. I mean, basically, if you forgot something in the park, you can find it in this, probably, mm-hmm. probably find it in this general store. So, Yes, definitely. Right next to Fulton's general store is River's Roost, which is the bar and lounge area. We used to go to Trivia there. Um, it's but it is too. a great, yes, it's huge, but it's also a great place to hang out and lounge. And they have a lot of bar seating at the actual bar and then plus tables and then like couches and chairs. I mean, mm-hmm. they can fit a lot of people in there. Yeah, and you can see Yeehaw Bob in there some nights of the week, which is always a good time. Um, but there's a hallway that goes from the main lobby the whole way up to the food court. And I used to love walking down that. I don't know why. I just loved walking down that little hallway. I don't know if it's because of the way it looked and the pictures on the wall or what. But um, on your way to the food court from the main lobby, you will pass boat rights with Josh briefly mentioned. Um 
That is their casual table service restaurant that they have there. Um, they are known for their prime rib. It's one of the places on property that you can get prime rib. Josh doesn't like prime rib. Nope. <laughs> um, then you can also go down to the food court. And we actually used to love this food court. Not that we don't now. Um, we just don't really have a reason to go there. But when we stayed there, we loved having the garlic knots at the food court. I don't think they're the same because years ago they ended up like kind of standardizing the menu and probably the food ordering or whatever between all of the different resorts so like i remember when they made their pizza all the same at all the different yep. resorts so then another nice thing about the lobby area is that not only are you pretty are the buses picking up right there yeah it's like right outside the lobby pretty much i'm trying to remember where they're at because i don't remember you have to walk down the, the sidewalk just a little bit i've taken the boats more which is really nice because whenever you walk into the lobby if you cut straight through the lobby go right out the other side basically the boat dock is right there so you've got a really easy transportation from uh from there to disney springs you can make a connection or a transfer and then you can get to saratoga springs or even old key west so it's it's a pretty decent resort the lobby area is pretty nice uh and it's it's got some good transportation going for it. Mm-hmm. It does. I like resorts that have more than one option for transportation. It's always nice because if you have a little extra time, you can take the boats. Or if you don't feel like waiting for a bus and you're walking past the boat dock and there's the boat, right? just get on it. Yep. But I definitely would not have chosen this resort or this lobby just because... It's a nice... I like the resort overall. It's a really nice resort overall, but lobby i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have picked it so taylor picked it because of the nostalgia of staying there so many years i guess so so all right well we'll move into the next one which is probably one of my favorites is wilderness lodge this is inspired by turn of the century national park lodges disney's wilderness lodge celebrates american craftsmanship and honors the beauty of the untamed wilderness so if you've never been here before this is um, a deluxe resort. This is a deluxe resort that has uh, villas, DVC stuff. Has cabins. Has the cabins that are right out on the water, just like the Poly does. And uh, it's it's a beautiful place. It's very rustic. And if you've never seen it, it looks very much like a log cabin. Um, and the lobby area is just, it's huge. It's grand and miraculous. Um, and I think it goes up like six or seven stories. I don't it's know. Pretty it, might, high. it might not be that high, but uh, it's it's pretty big. It's a few flights of stairs to get up to the top. Absolutely. One. <laughs> and what's really nice about this too is that not only is this a really nice place just to go and hang out, even during the summer or in the winter time, but when the Christmas season is in, is a really great time to go because they've got their huge tree in there. It's all decorated. They've mm-hmm. got the whole place decorated with all kinds of just different things that are very rustic and wildernessy for mm-hmm. stuff like that so it's nice yeah they have the big fireplace in there too it's like a stone fireplace and it's got it's like it's huge mm-hmm. um but they also have all the rocking chairs out in front of it which i love to just sit in the rocking chairs even though we're in florida and it's like hot to sit in front of a fireplace but it's just kind of that feeling of being in a log cabin in front of a fireplace yeah. but they also have some hidden areas where you can sit and I probably shouldn't tell you about this, but just make sure you don't go to Wilderness Lodge the same time as us and take our seats because 
we want to sit there. Yeah, our seats, like our names <laughs> were on them or something. Yeah. Um, but if you go almost kind of like you're going to go to the bathrooms in the lobby that are back behind um, Whispering Canyon Cafe, there's stairs that go up. And it kind of looks like you shouldn't go up those stairs because there's a door there. But if you go up those stairs, you go across a little bridge and then up some more stairs and you can go up there. There are some seating areas that overlook the lobby. And there's one of those seating areas does have a fireplace there, which is really Mm -hmm. nice to sit there and hang out. Um, You can actually go up another level there's like more stairs in a different area and there's another seating area up there they also have like their concierge like club level um little dining area is up on one of those levels too so the very top i'm pretty sure yeah it's like on the one of the sides um but i forget which level it's on but if you walk up those stairs and go the whole way around to the front I guess I'm thinking it's like the front, but I guess it's technically like the back of the lobby where you could like overlook the pool and kind of like the lake area. There are a couple spots where you can actually walk outside and there are rocking chairs on balconies out there. A lot of people don't know about those. And there's actually a sign there that it like closes at dusk. um, So they don't want you out there when it's dark outside. But it's actually a really cool place to be able to go out and get some nice views outside. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that this lobby has a little bridge in it. It's got a little flowing (laughs) river, which you can actually follow all the way outside and leads down down to their pool, pool, which is pretty cool. Um, I mean, it's just it has a a lot going for it. And again, it's huge. It's spaced out. Mm -hmm. Um, It never, ever really feels crowded there. And I think one of the other things that's nice, too, is that um, when you first walk in, depending on when you walk in, it might sound like it's very loud in there because they've got Whispering Canyon Cafe. Yeah. which is their casual sit-down uh, restaurant. And there's a lot of shenanigans that go on in there. <laughs> but um, yeah. you can still find some pretty quiet places to to just re- relax and hang out. And it's actually surprising for as open as that lobby is, the sound, I feel like, doesn't not carry that bad. that bad. So if you want to go and sit by that little bridge where the water is at, you can still go over there and sit and still feel kind of calm and relaxed i think you can still enjoy that lobby with whispering canyon cafe being there because it's not like the whole entire time the restaurant is ruckus and racket it's just occasionally for sure um the other thing too is the wilderness launch mercantile which is uh, mm -hmm. another i would say decent sized store um again this one because it's dvc also uh they've kind of combined so some of the DVC resorts have their, uh, like, stores split apart a little bit, whereas, like, they've got official merchandise, and then they've got, like, some park merchandise, and then they've got another store where it might just have food and some alcohol and different things like that. This is all combined together, um, and they've got some really unique Wilderness Lodge uh, merch there as well. Now, you can't find mm-hmm. everything uh, like you could probably over at... They do have some park stuff in there, but yeah. not everything. But not a lot, but not a lot. I think that didn't we try to get a magic band over there and they were very limited on magic bands. Yes. Right? They Almost only, nothing. They only had like one or two magic bands and they actually had them behind the counter. Yeah. You had to ask for them. Yep. So I was able to get my magic band that day because I didn't yeah. have one and we were going to Magic Kingdom. I also didn't have an Interpass card. <laughs> mm. It was a crazy day. 
Um, but sometimes you can actually meet characters in the lobby. Yeah. Um, so I remember one day there was like a really bad storm and my family was down here. And so they had to close the pool for the afternoon. And my family was just hanging out at the resort and they walked down to the lobby. They were probably going to the store or something. And there were a bunch of characters just hanging out in the lobby, meeting and greeting like no big deal. Yep. Um, and I know there's been times around Christmas time they'll have characters out. We met Chip and Dale one day, which was really cool. It was actually Actually, the day we ate at Storybook Dining, yeah, which is another restaurant that they have right off the lobby. It's actually Artist Point Storybook Dining at Artist Point. Um, it used to be just Artist Point, which we ate there on our honeymoon, mm-hmm. um, and we actually never got the chance to eat there again. Nope. Until it was Storybook Dining, which I, still I mean, really we could enjoyed. have, but we just didn't. Yeah, we could have. So. They also have a lounge. Uh, well, if you don't know what storybook dining is, it's basically dining with Snow White, Grumpy, and Dopey. And you can also meet the Evil Queen. Um, it's like story themed. It's cool. It's very unique. <laughs> it's basically Snow White themed. Yeah, it is. So um, Then there's also Territory Lounge, which is like their little bar and lounge area, which is near Artist Point. It almost has a similar entrance there. Of course, they've got a quick service area. It's called Roaring Fork Quick Service. It's um, kind of down the hallway. It is quite a ways from the lobby. I was going to say lounge again. And from what I remember, the selection at Roaring Fork is not as uh, extravagant. That's not the right word. But it's just there's not as much variety, I feel like, yeah, there's there. there's not a ton of options. Compared to like some of the quick service um areas so uh, i mean it's okay i wouldn't like I, we don't go into that lounge to really eat any of the food it's like we go fyi josh keeps interchanging the words lobby and lounge uh, well because i feel like you're going into the lobby to like lounge around i guess yeah but, it, but, um, but it's a lobby <laughs> and there's just there's a lot of unique things to see in there as well um they've got a pin person in there uh, Disney pin person every so often. Like pin trading? Like pin trading. Uh, and then, I mean, like, just, it's it's unique, and it's different. It's rustic. If you really enjoy that kind of stuff, you're going to love this resort. And, again, it's just, it's a really nice place to hang out. It's just, it's such a big lobby, and that feeling of wilderness is really there. Yeah. So that's, that's another thing that Disney does just so great is the theming. And I know we say that all the time, but, like, it transfers from the parks and from the movies into their resorts and even just to the resort lobby like you go to some hotels to check in and it's just like you walk in you check in you go to your room you don't go back and hang out in that lobby like that's just not really a thing but at disney resorts sometimes you do hang out in the lobby yep this one after i put it on the list i realized there's not a lot to do in the lobby area but I just love this lobby for how grand it is and how, like, pretty it is. Yeah. Well, this is the lobby that basically defeated my argument of newer lobbies. With Riviera. Yeah. So this is Grand Destino Tower. And this is actually at Coronado Springs. They moved the lobby from Coronado Springs over to Grand Destino Tower. So that is now the main lobby. Um, and... Basically, Coronado Springs and Grand Destino Tower celebrates the unique blend of Spanish, Mexican, and Southwest American cultures. So hearing that actually makes more sense as to the menu of Toledo, which is at the top of the resort. You mean it's not Toledo? 
Just kidding. But basically, when you walk... Actually, when you just come up to the resort in general, it's a oh, huge tower. It's, uh, it's amazing. And the carport that they have there mm-hmm. is massive as yep. well. And it's just like, wow, this has got to be great when I walk inside. And then when you walk in the doors, you are not disappointed. The colors and the theming is... All the decor is just like spot on. I think the elevators alone here set this lobby apart from anything else because I knew you were gonna bring there, those there's up. There's literally like you just do you even select? Okay, you, so here's just, how does it work again? Do you just tell it where you want to go? So and here's it, how the elevators and it takes work. you there. There's they have like four or six elevators. I can't remember for sure. Um, and you actually press what floor number you want before you get on the elevator. So you don't select up or down. You just press the floor number basically on a little touch screen, and whenever an elevator is ready to take you to that floor. The doors open up, you get in the elevator, and it takes you right to that floor. Well, it tells you what elevator to. Yeah, it tells you what elevator to go to once it's, like, ready for you. Were there buttons inside? Because I just thought about what if you you pushed the wrong button? Like, what if you selected the wrong floor by mistake? Now what do you do? Well, then you shouldn't have got in that elevator. I guess so. But it's it's a beautiful place. The lobby area, just like Taylor said, when you walk in, it's huge. It's massive. I think one of the really cool things is they've got a giant chandelier in there, right, hanging from the ceiling over the what I would call like the ground floor. Because when you walk mm-hmm. in, you're kind of it's already a, on the second a, level. Yeah, it's two levels. Um, and if you go downstairs, that first level, level, they've got basically what would be their cocktail lounge but it, it is, is it's the barcelona lounge but it's huge it's 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 very big can accommodate a lot of people Ooh, it's um, got those really big pillars in mm-hmm. there it's like, just it's a really nice place and they've got a huge i want to say was it a picture of walt yes up it's there walt the, and mickey it's like a big painting like yep. a mural almost it's awesome it's really really nice yeah and i just i love the colors in the lobby it's like a lot of like whites and golds and there's like some oranges and browns in there like it's Even a little bit of reds right yeah it's like reds and oranges like intermixed in right. the patterns and you know all the different types of materials that they use to yeah. make the lobby so it's just i don't know i couldn't believe it when we walked in there for the very first time which was actually on opening official opening day because we went to eat at the restaurant Toledo upstairs and I just couldn't believe how big it was and how right. beautiful it was. The other thing that's nice too is that during the day you can walk down into the Barcelona lounge area and just sit there and, and kind of people watch outside because they've got mm-hmm. just that whole back wall is just glass so you can just see right out it's huge. Um, and it's just again it's a nice place to mm-hmm. hang out. Yeah you can see right out back to the big lake they have back there it's a mm-hmm. uh, Lago Dorado, I believe is how you say it. Sounds good to me. Um, Yeah, it's a big lake that they have out back there that Coronado Springs basically surrounds. Um, And Coronado Springs, or Endestino Tower is right there on the lake. (laughs) Nice one. But like I said, there's not a lot going on in the lobby. Basically just Barcelona Lounge. You can check in there. There's a lot of places to sit and relax. They have awesome elevators just in the resort itself. Um... But I just love how it looks, and that's why I had to put it on here, because it's just so, it's grand and miraculous. It's a nice place. We really have not had that much time to hang out in there, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's mostly because Disney just is not allowing people to just drive up there 
and hang out. Oh, like they're yeah, only no. letting people in. This may have changed, but uh, for the most part, they were only letting people into Grandestino if you had a reservation. It was the same thing at Riviera too. Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of people getting turned around on the days that we we went there and ate for breakfast and for dinner two different right. days, and there were a lot of people in front of us that they made turn around because they right. did not have a reservation. Normally, like for the moderates, they don't really like the moderates and the values. Most of the time, it's just like, oh, I'm here to grab something to eat or shop around. And they're like, yeah, come on in. But now with that addition of Grand Destino at a moderate resort, they will not let you for the most part um, mm-hmm. unless you get like a really nice security person. So, but yeah. There are other forms of transportation to get to these resorts. So if you do want to check them out, so just keep that in mind. So if you're staying on property and you want to try and get there, um, if you have your own car, just don't drive your own car. Take a bus from a park, take a minivan, something else. Yeah. I mean, you, you could still, well, no, I guess not. I was going to say, even if you're staying on property, they might let you park there, but nope, that's not they the won't. case. Mm-mm. I forgot. Me and mom tried to a go bu- there one time. Buses are the easiest way. Right. Or if the resort you want to go to has a boat or monorail, mm-hmm. um, boat, monorail, or bus is going to be your easiest way to get to a resort and not be questioned about why you're going there. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to move on to Grand Floridian. This is a... It's actually Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. I was just reading off of what you put on this. This is an outline. Whatever. (laughs) This is the Victorian elegance meets modern sophistication. And this is another deluxe resort. Um, And this is another deluxe resort that you cannot just drive up to and park at. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is... It's very nice, marbled, um, grand, miraculous. It, it definitely has the most going on for it out of all of the Disney lobbies. Th- this is probably the one place where I feel like it's not that relaxing for being at a deluxe value resort or deluxe value. Well, a deluxe I didn't villa mean resort. a lot going on as in busy. I meant a lot going for it as in there's a lot to do. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I still think that this is probably one of... It has a lot of traffic. For being, yeah, I mean, for being what it is, a a grand, or, jeez, I can't even think. For being a deluxe villa resort, it's very busy. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when they've got the band playing downstairs now, because they've moved the band, uh, plus people checking in and checking out. Uh, And uh, even whenever it's Christmas time and you've got the gingerbread house there and you've got the tree up. I mean, it is a bustling, busy place. Basically, the Grand Floridian lobby has become an attraction itself. Absolutely. I mean, there there are a lot of people um, of the older generation, I will say, who I have witnessed on multiple occasions that are just lounging in a chair, relaxing, sleeping. Um, you know, <laughs> they're just hanging out. They're, they're just having a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think... One of the more calmer times is whenever the pianist is in there playing. Mm-hmm. It is a, a little bit more of a calming time. But it's just, it, it's a really, really nice place. And it's huge. Again, it's it's very similar to Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, several stories is that lobby, and they've got a huge tree that they put in there for Christmas time. And Thank the Christmas you. decorations are nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Josh already mentioned that they have the band in there sometimes. they have, And that's normally in the evenings. They have the pianist sometimes, mm-hmm. which is also typically in the evenings. Um, but they have a really cool elevator in there with, like, it's, I want to say it's, like. Oh, I totally forgot about that. It's kind of yeah. like Disney Cruise, right? No. I'm sorry. I just mean the way the elevator looks, like with the white bars and everything, oh, like on the outside. Never mind. There's, like, hidden Mickeys in there. I never there. take it, so I always take the stairs. I like to take the elevator just because of the 
experience of I guess I'm gonna have the way to go the elevator I guess I'm going like. to have to go experience it the, the next time. I guess so. Um, but they also have a really grand staircase over on yeah. the side near the elevator that I'm talking about. There are multiple elevators, but that's one of them. And yet they have the grand staircase that Josh always takes the stairs. Uh, <laughs> but I love walking on those stairs because it just like, it makes you feel so elegant walking well, on those. Well, there's usually some photos that are being taken uh, from like brides and stuff like that. So Yeah, not all day long, but no, occasionally you'll see them But occasionally you'll see them. Yep, it's a, it's a perfect spot for that. But there is a lot of shopping that you can do at the Grand Floridian. They have their own basin store. It's basin white. So if you don't know what basin is, that's basically like bath products. It's all like bath bath products, like bath bombs and soaps Soaps and and all kinds of things like that. Hand scrubs and face scrubs and that sort of thing. And it smells so good in there. They also have a like upscale clothing store in Mm -hmm. there. Um, they used to have two, one upstairs and one downstairs, but now they just have the one downstairs since they built the new lounge. They also have the Mickey Mouse Mercantile, which is upstairs, like right as you walk in from the monorail. And then their actual like Grand Floridian gift shop is Sandy Cove Gifts. That's where you can find the Grand Floridian and DVC merchandise in there. It's quite small, that store is, but that's where it's pretty much just that merchandise. It's it's And they have some, like, food and snack stuff in there, I guess. Yeah, it's a typical place where if you're looking for something like alcohol or chips or Mm -hmm. bread or medicine... All that kind of that's stuff like is going to be there. That's like other than the quick service restaurant, just like little. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's yeah. That's not what I meant. Um, that is what I meant, but not what I meant. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what um, I mean? And uh, it, this, I mean, again, this this resort has a lot going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that's happening in there. They've also got Bippy Boppy Boutique. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't that's, know what that is, that's where they get all the kids, the little girls, all dressed up mm-hmm. as princesses. You've got Tea Room. You've got uh, two signature restaurants, Citrico's and Victorian Alberts. I don't even think Victorian Alberts is considered signature. Oh, That's like its I'm own sorry, level. Five-star diamond, whatever. It's five diamond. Five diamond, sure. <laughs> um, they've got 1900 Park Fair, which is their uh, character dining buffet. experience or buffet, I guess. Mm-hmm. Grand Floridian Cafe. and That's then a casual sit-down. Casual sit-down. They still... Service also have a quick service which i've only been in one time but it's time. not off of the lobby no it is you have to walk clear outside around to go get to the quick service mm-hmm. um and then enchanted rose which is a, a huge uh lobby a huge <laughs> lounge additional lounge for what they like used to i have. said josh keeps using lobby and lounge interchangeably um <laughs> they are not the same thing if you have not been t- to at least experience the Enchanted Rose, it is now Beauty and the Beast themed. It used to be Meisner's Lounge. It was very small. I mean, again, this is probably one of the busiest lobbies. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there's so much to do and, and there's just a so lot much. going on in yeah. there. I mean, if you go in, you know, you want to go in and just experience the, the lobby. Uh, you go in. If it's Christmas time, get a picture by the tree. Check out the gingerbread house. You can go upstairs then and grab a drink from the Enchanted Rose. You can go wash your hands in basin. If the band's out, Ooh, you can yeah. sit downstairs and listen to the band. And Josh says wash your hands in basin because they have like hand scrubs that yeah. you can try out in there, and it's ugh, it just feels. So I feel nice. like 90% of basin's traffic is it's just people coming in to wash their hands. They're like, I don't care about buying any of this. I just want to wash my hands with this scrub. No, stuff. they walk through and pretend they're gonna buy something, so they smell every single one of the soaps. This is very true. 
Like, they have, like, samples of the barred soap out and the bath bombs. And then people go wash their hands and then they leave. I guarantee that the uh, cast members in there that work basin, like, that's like that's the only place they work. They know when somebody's coming in to buy something and when somebody's coming in just to wash their hands. <laughs> guarantee it. So it's, it's a nice place. Definitely check it out if you haven't already. Again, mm-hmm. you don't have to be staying at any of these places to actually go experience yes, them. Yes, that's right. We go to any of these resorts at any point in time, and mm-hmm. we're almost never staying on property because yes. we live just down the road. So the so. only time we ever actually park at those resorts is if we have a dining reservation yep. there. If we don't have a dining reservation and we want to go to that resort for one reason or another, we will just take a bus from a park or we will take a monorail if we're mm-hmm. going to a place like the Grand Floridian. Yeah. You can also cool. take boats. So I said that already, but I'm just restating. Yes, you did. That's okay. Now we are going into a value resort. This is Art of Animation. This is by far the best lobby out of all the value resorts, I think. Think so? I think so. Um, But you can stay and play in the fun-filled worlds of Finding Nemo, Cars, The Lion King, and The Little Mermaid. And by the name of the resort, Art of Animation, there is a lot of animation and artwork in this resort, which is what I love. I think that's what really sets this lobby apart from it, especially from all the other value resorts, is just there is so much Disney IP in here of just like all the hand-drawn animation before it's been colored or uh, even after it's been colored, all different kinds of stuff. So, mm-hmm. Yep, so whenever you first walk in, that is Animation Hall, which is the whole main lobby area, what we're talking about. And the desk is so colorful in the way it's lit up. Like, I remember whenever they first started advertising for this resort, I was like, I need to go here. Because I just loved the way it looked. It's like a rainbow that, like, goes down the hallway or the lobby, and it's just like, you want to go there. Yeah. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of Disney concept art in there, too. And if you look at some of the artwork, some of it is, like, renderings from, like, very first ideas of Mm -hmm. art. And then, like, some of them are, like, full-drawn, colored-in pieces of art. So it's just really cool to see all of the different styles and progressions of Disney movies, basically, that that have come to life and basically what's mostly in there is the Finding Nemo cars, Lion King, and Little Mermaid. Right. They also have a really cool chandelier in there. I was Actually, I was going to bring that up because I kept feeling like there was something in yes. there that had some of the characters on it. But I mm-hmm. couldn't remember for sure because it's been a while since we've been there. Yes, it's a chandelier made out of a bunch of pieces of Disney I keep wanting to call them art, but it's like drawings, basically, of the they're, different characters. They're, they're kind stuff. of like uh, sketches, basically. Yes, sketch, that's what they are. They're like sketches of characters from the movies and yep. parts of the movies, which is really cool. I love that chandelier. One thing that I really like about this resort, too, is the actual... Another thing that I really like about the lobby and the resort in general is their Landscape of Flavors uh, quick service. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit different. Uh, it's not just your typical quick service food that they normally have just like burgers and fries Mm -hmm. um they do have things that are a little bit more unique a little bit more adventurous but i think everybody's still probably willing to Mm -hmm. um to take part in those and again it's right i mean like basically you walk in you do your check-in and you hang a right a little bit to the right i believe it might actually be almost straightforward 
Um, but you hang to the right, uh, and you'll and you'll see it. It's right there, landscape of flavors. You go right in, um, and you can sit down, eat your food. The pool's right outside there. You can walk right mm-hmm. out to the pool. Mm-hmm. That's actually the biggest pool on property. I know it's not in the lobby, but um, and it also plays w- music underwater. I was gonna say oh, it plays yes, it water does. under music. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> but um, it's cool, and, and they've got an arcade just like most all the mm-hmm. other resorts as well. Uh, and it's it's would I say that this is a place I'm going to go hang out and relax in? Probably not. But uh, what I would enjoy doing is just walking through and like looking at the sketch work, yes, and all the art that's up on the walls. I mean, that is really being able to see kind of like early renderings of what maybe some characters were going to be like. Mm-hmm. So, yep. They also cool. have the ink and paint shop. That's their little store there. Um, it's similar to all the stores at the other value resorts. They pretty much have everything you're gonna want to find at the parks. It's like new and popular for the yeah. moment. Um, they do have some like themed merchandise to the resort. It seems like over the years they've gotten less and less merchandise for all of the resorts, right. like specifically, um, which that's actually merchandise that I love to get. Mm-hmm. Um, at Grand Californian, they had a whole big section of just Grand Californian merchandise, and I loved that. And we bought a bunch of that stuff because I feel like a lot of the resorts here, there's only like a couple little things that you can get for the resorts. Yeah. And I understand it's a value resort, but... I wouldn't mind having some art of animation resort. I mean, we stayed there before. I would have bought that stuff. But yeah, I also love Landscape of Flavors, the quick service. It is probably one of the it's best. Not, it's quick not the, the best quick service. Of the resorts, it's one of the best. It, What's the it's best probably quick the best. service? Of the, resorts, of the resorts, it'd be the best. It, yes, that's what I was going to say. It's the best yeah. quick service in a resort. Even yeah. though it's at a value resort, it is like the best. It's awesome. But there's not really much else about Art of Animation because there's not a lot else in that lobby. It's just the fact, the way they made it and the well, time they took to like put in that. Well, and I think if you compare it to the other value resorts, yes. those are just not as Disney-centric, I don't think. I mean, they've got some Disney stuff in there. They are. Right? But it's not as, like, I think of, like, Pop Century, which is connected to, not connected, but has a bridge walkway path from Art of Animation to Pop Century, from Pop Century to Art of Animation. Um, and over at Pop Century, like, they've got some stuff in there, but it's not Disney-themed. It has, I mean, it's Disney-themed, but it does. But it has more, like, historical types of things. Art of Animation is really focused on art of animation, mm-hmm. like the animation of those movies. And, and so like it's just, process, it's cool. Basically. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's cool to see that stuff, so. It is. But our last and definitely not least resort on this list is... This is probably my favorite, which is Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's Uh, why I put it last, because I knew you'd like to talk about it. This is a -a one-of-a-kind destination, which features views of lush savannas, signature dining experiences, and an extensive African art collection. Um, If you don't know, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge does have two different buildings. They've got Jumbo House, and they've got... I was about to say Satuli Cantina. <laughs> They've got Kadani Village. So Jumbo House and Kadani Village. We're talking uh, just about Jumbo House. Kadani is DVC. Again, that DVC uh, type resort lobby is very small. Um, so Jumbo House is the place to be. Like if you're going to check it out and see Animal Kingdom Lodge, you want to go to Jumbo House. Mm-hmm. Um, huge lobby. It's very similar to Wilderness Lodge. And how it's set up um, and kind of that woodworking look. 
but very but different. different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Um, a lot of like African art in there. Uh, I think one of the coolest things is when you walk in and you're kind of up on the second level and you'll see up above you there's a bridge that like goes across the mm-hmm. lobby and that's like one of our favorite things is to go up there and like you just people watch from up there really yeah. i mean just you stand up it's a bridge there's really nothing fancy about it it's a bridge but, i mean but what lobby has a bridge in it like that right, one that goes across mm-hmm. your lobby and you, and you can people you can watch look again. down so you can see the savannah from this right, lobby right and if you're up on that bridge you can actually look out the giant glass window that they have out onto the savannah but there is also some balconies right off the lobby that you can walk out onto, which also have rocking chairs. I love rocking chairs at resorts. It's one of my favorite things. Um, but you can sit in the rocking chairs outside and watch out onto the savannah. Yeah. And they've got also have some fireplaces inside, too, which yes. I don't remember if those have rocking chairs. Yes. Maybe they do. They do? Uh, the one does. The one that it's like round. It's like right in the main lobby, kind of off to the off side. Off to the right hand side before you go downstairs. There. Yeah. yeah, and then um, there's also another, like, it's kind of like a little nook, I want to call it. It's like a little small room off to the side. There's fireplaces in mm-hmm. there, and I don't think there's rocking chairs in there. I think it's just, like, couches and, like, little chairs and stuff. But sometimes they have people, like, in there playing music, which yeah, is kind of cool. they do. Um, and, I, you know, another thing I like about this, too, is it's a little bit cultural enriching as well. It um, is. They usually have... Um, they one have, or they one have or cultural two. Representatives yeah, they there. usually have some cultural representatives almost as soon as you walk in the door mm-hmm. um, that are not only greeting you, but a lot of times they're they're talking with kids and interacting with them and mm-hmm. um, kind of making the experience a little bit more personalized for them as well, mm-hmm. which is nice. And something I actually almost forgot about, but I just remembered it when you said walking in the door. Sometimes when you first walk in the door over to the right hand side, there's a guy that sits there and he's carving wood mm-hmm. like he makes. Um, they're basically like walking sticks yep. that he carves the top of and actually the whole way down and they're amazing yes yep um and then of course this also has a uh store in it as well mm-hmm. uh it's right off to the right hand side and it's a pretty decent size it is a pretty decent size um, it's got some specific animal kingdom like stuff mm-hmm. um but it's definitely not as uh it doesn't have as large of a variety of like if yeah. you forgot something in the parks, this is not going to be right. the store to find it. It's a decent sized store, though. And there is it's some, there's artwork in there that you can yep. buy, which is pretty cool. And like stuff that you would like find at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you can get in that store, which I think helps make it a little bit more unique. Yeah. So this is another lobby that's kind of like Grand Floridian and like, I mean, I guess it's because it's a deluxe resort. Yeah. I, I mean, this is another one that is pretty busy yes because there's there's a lot of things that you can do in here there's not just the main lobby but you know you can get to the savannah there and the savannah is probably one of the best parts um but and then they have the bridge up there that we talked about but they also have a couple restaurants and there's a lounge in the lobby so when you start to walk down the stairs like you're going to actually there's multiple stairs in the lobby so if you walk straight back through the lobby, there's stairs that go down and you can go outside. That goes out to the savannah. When you first come into the main lobby from the front, if you kind of veer off to the right first thing, there are stairs that go down and you can get to Victoria Falls Lounge, yep. which is basically a bar and lounge area. And I actually kind of, I want to go there and hang out sometime because it's 
kind of it's not hidden and it's not secret but i just like the way that it's kind of like off to the side and like not in the main lobby so it's like down a level because you have to walk down the stairs but it's also kind of in like a little bit of a corner yeah i just like where it's at and i like the theming and how it looks so um if you continue down those stairs you will come to the two restaurants in jumbo house which there's Boma, which is the buffet. Um, they do breakfast and dinner, I believe. I'm not sure if they do lunch. And then there's Jiko, which is their signature restaurant. And it's an amazing dining yep. experience. We've been there multiple times to yep. eat. Um, great place. Definitely check it out. We've got some dining reviews. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jiko is there as well. And they have one of the biggest wine. Actually, it's one of the biggest African wine collections in I'm not sure if it's the world I think or if it, it's in the United States. Uh, if it's not the world, it's certainly the United States. Yeah. But um, I think probably the, the best thing about this, which is I would consider it an extension of the lobby, is the Savannah. Um, oh, yeah, Just definitely. being able to walk out. And, I, and I, I've always saw myself, as soon as we go into that lobby, you kind of take it in, and then it's you just you just naturally venture. Like that, as soon as you, you see out those windows, you – just want to continue walking and mm-hmm. looking to see what you can see. Like what is out in those and then windows. And then whenever you, see you can go downstairs and actually go outside, you're just, you just go. You just follow that right down. You go outside and you can see giraffes, um, zebras, I think. Yeah. And There's some different gazelle like, and you can see antelope. A, a couple of different things. And then, of course, um, you know, they've got like a fireplace out there. That's almost all the resorts have a fireplace where you mm-hmm. can roast marshmallows. But. What also makes this really unique is that, again, they've got some uh, cultural representatives out there who tell stories from Africa, or sometimes you can even do some night vision um, safari watching from outside on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they'll tell you Savannah about area. the different animals if mm-hmm. you ask them, which is yeah. really cool. So it, it, overall, like this, this is like my favorite place. I think right behind it would probably be Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing about the Savannah is not only is there a theming inside the lobby, that theming really does continue outside mm-hmm. into the Savannah viewing area yep. because it's not just like a flat little platform that you walk out onto. Like it's actually right. designed and made to look like you would be walking out onto a savanna, but right. obviously there's like a fence there between you and the animals. This is kind of backtracking a little bit, but out near where Jiko and Boma are at, there's a door that walks out there, and that's actually there's a door how you that get walks to... out there. Yeah, there's a door that walks out there. Um, the door walks. Out yeah, there? the door walks. It gets up and walks. <laughs> no, if you walk out that door, that's actually how you get to their quick service because it's not right in the main lobby, um, and that's also how you get to the pool. The pool is very close mm-hmm. by, which is quite nice, especially if you're staying right there in Jumbo House. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have anything else to add. I this is my mm-hmm. favorite place. If I could hang out there almost every day, I probably would. I know. I was actually before we filmed this, I sat down at the computer and I was looking up like old video footage to put into this podcast and i was like man i really want to go back to animal Mm -hmm. kingdom lodge i mean i love wilderness lodge too that's probably like my second favorite but i love animal kingdom lodge too there's just something about it for sure I want to go back to Sanaa, though. That's at Kadani Village. Yeah, Get so some bread service. briefly, at Kadani Village, it's like a mini jumbo house. Yep, that's a perfect way to describe it. <laughs> it really With is. With less amenities. Yes, basically, they but. have a small, a very, very small store there that has some DVC merchandise, a little bit of, like, food and snacks and, like, shoppy type stuff. Water, soda, alcohol. Yeah, and then if you In walk- the bottle. 
Yeah, you can still go out on the savannah a little bit there, um, and then down the stairs, uh, you can go out to um, Sanaa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. If there is a favorite lounge or a lobby, there, there, I did it again. If there's a favorite lobby that you have that you always just end up uh, navigating to or gravitating towards, uh, let us know. Drop a comment down below. And uh, we'd love to hear about it because I'm sure there's probably something that we missed. I know some people were letting us know some things that we missed in the last podcast when we were talking about But we asked them. Other stuff. So. That's right. We did. Mm-hmm. We like to know. We like to hear other people's thoughts and opinions because it kind of gets us brainstorming for other ideas that we want to sure. talk about. So. Yeah. Cool. That's it. That's a weekly breakdown. <laughs> <laughs>